exactly. <laughs> this has been the most challenging journey and the most beautiful one I've done in my life so far. Profoundly meaningful and profoundly freaking challenging. I'm currently in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean with three chickens, one Colombian man called Genaro, one Swedish hitchhiker called Björn, and the Polish captain Juju, also known as Jack Sparrow from my previous podcast. And uh, you would probably laugh at me where I am right now. I have my bicycle attached on the wall next to me. I'm lying in the front cabin going downwind around eight speed, eight knots of speed. And uh, I've done a pretty interesting podcast studio made by some nautical pillows, my sleeping bag. And uh, yeah, it's not perfect, so the sound won't be perfect. <laughs> and I think this, this episode, it, you will hear the waves in the background. If that disturbs you, then uh, there's plenty of other stuff to listen to. If that doesn't disturb you and you can feel the energy of being on the Atlantic Ocean, which I want to give you through this podcast episode, then let's continue to talk with each other, even though I'm the only one talking here. If you do want to talk to me, though, send me a message when you hear this, and we can talk from there. I'd be happy to hear from you. Anyhow, 41st day on the ocean right now. And like I said earlier, it's been the most challenging journey so far in my life, probably. Um, imagine one Colombian man, one Swedish guy, all 40 plus. I spoke earlier about the dynamics that we have uh, been called Princess Muffin. And um, it's been kind of interesting, uh, definitely challenging to... Uh, to work in a group like this uh, which makes it even more interesting and I can honestly say that I'm very grateful for every challenge that we had in this group because I've learned a lot and most beautiful journey because I found something that I like to call beingness and I spoke about it also in previous podcast where I said the example of when I was fixing the sail <laughs> and I, I did that once before reaching Florida and after recording that podcast talking about it I've been spending probably like 20 hours in total fixing the main sail because it's been breaking like every freaking second day and one storm and then we have five holes and it takes me a long time because the process is long and relatively complicated to sew it first, glue it, and then sew it again. And so I've had plenty of time to connect to beingness. And beingness basically is being one with the moment, emptying your mind of thoughts, and just be with whatever is. Be in the now, be in the moment, be in the present. Enjoy the beauty, the true beauty, feeling life in the core of your bones. So, thanks to beingness, to feeling, to less distractions, to the ocean, 
to the sun and the waves and the clouds and everything. And my ability to connect to everything of that. This has also been the most beautiful journey I've done in my life. And I kind of decided that I wanted to... I wanted to share this journey with you in a way which because always like things are running through my mind uh, ideas that I want to share here and there and I want to try to share that in the moment as they appear and what is happening in the moment without waiting too long so I want to try and record like a short voice recording every day in this podcast episode on the rest of the journey that we have left. We've been on the ocean for 41 days and we have um, maybe four or five to 14 days left to Azores, which is a bunch of islands belonging to Portugal. Um, uh, also quite a lot in the middle of the Atlantic. So I will, I will record something every day in this podcast until we reach a source. And that will be the episode that I release when I find Wi-Fi on a source. And I'm very curious to see what I will share with you. What will come up. Here is one example of thoughts. Thoughts that comes out of beingness. I had just been sitting on the toilet... We call it the office on the boat, sitting on the office, getting the job done. Genaro was cleaning the cans we have underneath the floor because they have been getting rusty after lying there for a while and we had to count them. So he also cleaned them. Captain Juju was listening to some reggae tunes while steering the boat while Bjorn was in the bow cleaning and hanging up some clothes. And the mood was high, and I came out of the toilet, a.k.a. the office. The breeze, which was refreshing, but kissed by the sun, sort of caressed my skin, and I felt like, ooh, I'm going to write something. And I had my journal in my hand and a pen, so I did write something. And I don't write, usually write a lot of poetry, but I guess this could go as poetry. Or you can call it whatever you want, but here we go. Life is atoms that grew roots, invented musical magnetism, invented fire, water, earth, and air. All of them selected one conductor named Love spelled L-O-V-E Love composed a very famous song he called it Universe it was spectacular because it seemed utterly complex but was Incredibly simple. You are Love. Listening 
to your own song. Over and out for today, day 41. Day 42. Today I'm podcasting in complete darkness, making the podcast studio even tighter. We have been moving mostly up and down today in the waves. No wind means stillness. So it's a good time to rest. But uh, rest and practice patience. Because we don't use the engine unless it's an emergency. Which I'm very happy about since I don't want to use fossil fuel. But it's also quite a patience test. And I've planted seeds. I've planted two seeds. Because I like to look upon myself as sort of a field. As if I've been given a piece of land, a piece of earth. And I've decided to plant two seeds. The seed of love and the seed of nowness, presentness. Uh, of what I earlier called beingness. Because those are the two things that I value most within myself. I like to look upon it as planting seeds because I feel like that's how it is. You set an intention in one direction and then you put water onto it through practice, through intention, through focus, through energy and uh, in that way you let it grow. So questions that I've asked myself today is Is it possible to be fully present in every moment? What does being present mean? How can I become the listener? How can I become the consciousness that listens? How can I let every present moment penetrate every cell of my body? Is that even possible? How can I love and be be compassionate towards people that truly annoy me and might even be mean to me? These are just some of the questions that I ask because I feel like It's about asking the right questions rather than finding the right answers when you're planting seeds. Over and out, day 42. It is evening on day 43 on the ocean in the podcast studio in the front cabin underneath the pillows in my sleeping bag. Today has been magically challenging. Started out in pure magic when a school of 25 dolphins K-1 
came along as I was standing on my night watch just before the sun was about to rise and uh, they kept on following and when they arrived they were still dark so the illuminated seaweed was dancing around their bodies as I was steering the boat east towards towards the source and slowly slowly the illuminated seaweed changed for sunrise silhouettes because the sun rises in east right so all of a sudden there was just like jumping silhouettes of dolphins and me sailing straight towards the sun very 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 special morning indeed meantime I'm, I seem to be a person I sort of realized that I might be a person that is easy to blame because of the cities right now I'm experiencing friction with every single crew member on this boat Bjorn thinks my presence is too intense for him Yu Yu told me the other day that he does not want to receive any suggestions from me anymore. And Genaro hasn't spoken to me all day. And it was my cooking day and he decided he did not want to eat my food. So he hasn't been eating all day. Um, and I don't know what I've done, to be honest. So... The whole thing kind of makes me feel a bit scared about what is actually happening and uh, extremely challenged. I'm feeling very lonely to be honest. In the meantime I cannot help, help but to see some sort of, I would call it like an eternal smile in my soul because when I connect to beingness there's there's that smile within the core of, of who I am, of me sitting there and it's smiling and it's laughing it's laughing at all the silliness that goes on when we argue or when we fight or when we don't get along here or when we do get along it's also laughing and it's also smiling it's smiling because that smile represents everything in this world every atom it represents the whole universe and in the big picture this kind of stuff might feel like it could be the end of the world because that's what I've been feeling at times but the clouds seem to still pass by the dolphins are still swimming they are still jumping the sea is still moving and the sun is still rising and the sun is still setting every day And that smile helps me feel grateful. Grateful 
for receiving these characters into my life so that they can help free me from all this silliness over and out day 43 it is sunset around 8.30 on day 44 I'm sitting at my favorite favorite place on this boat where I can see the sunset to the west behind us we are going downwind sliding down the waves the fishing lines are rolled out behind the boat Bjorn is currently steering and I'm leaning towards the front sail watching the boat as if I were the ocean or the wind I love it here, it's my meditation spot and so I figured why not record a podcast from here today we've had some serious discussions we do not agree on which day it is it might be the 9th of July and it might be the 10th my phone says 9th Julius and Renaros says 10th and um, we, are, we have changed time today. Oh, now the sails are seizing. Bjorn kind of warp. Seem to be steering in a little bit of wrong direction currently. So we have some beating sails over my head. And now we're back on course. Splendid. Um, yeah, so we will figure out the date when we get to Azores and uh, also the time. It'll be funny to arrive. <laughs> I also looked myself in the mirror, I found a mirror on board, which is basically a totally cracked motorcycle mirror from Yuyu's old Panamanian motorcycle. And I looked myself in the mirror, I was like, wow, I do not recognize you, man. That beard is pretty damn big. So I've grown a lot of hair as I was steering. I was listening to a musical documentary about Kurt Cobain and even though I do not think his usage of heroin was the smartest way of living your life I thought he, he kind of inspired my inner rebel and so I was dancing, I was jumping up and down here on front of the boat kind of hanging in the spinnaker boom even though I knew it was not allowed and I feel like it released the people pleaser that I have inside the person that feel the need to please the people around and that was an awesome feeling very liberating over and out day 44 day 45 currently sitting on the front of the boat, the bow of the boat, as they say in sailing language, just having the feet on my uh, the, my feet on the anchor, kind of feels like I'm flying above the surface, as if I was a floating Buddha, looking straight towards Europe. But all I can see is blue sky, blue ocean, and white puffy cumulus clouds. I said the other day, my favorite place to be on the boat. 
I woke up at 3.30, had a refreshing salty morning when I jumped into my wet clothes. I came up to Yuyu, I was greeted to change the watch to steer the boat, and I was greeted by a black sky filled with burning stars. changed uh, the words. Yuyu told me to steer for 130 degrees and then he said you know what Adam tomorrow I shall turn on the fridge and I'm gonna put in some cold beer so we can have cold beer when we drop the hook. Really looking forward to having cold beer. And I went I'm more looking forward to the frozen yogurt. And he laughed and said, oh, <laughs> well, we are all different, aren't we? The majority of the crew on the boat is looking forward to get wasted when we arrive to Azores in a couple of days. I think we have 250 nautical miles left to go. And we are doing approximately 100 a day. When Juju went away, I saw a couple of the burning stars painting white lines when they fell out of the sky. And uh, all of a sudden, I was thinking like, looking up at the sky, watching the beauty of the full starry sky. And then I focused on my breath and kind of like let my breath rise up towards my spine on the inhale and melt down on my spine on the exhale kind of like massaging each vertebra thinking where is it the most beautiful where should I put my attention I'm not sure is it inside of myself or is it outside of myself this morning and so I decided to focus on my breath until someone or something started painting the sky and from black and burning stars turned yellow turned purple turned red and all of a sudden there was a huge freaking burning circle first you just saw the tip of it and then you saw half of it and then you saw all of it and all of a sudden I went from being cold and frozen warm and toasty mm. then Bjorn woke up at around 6.30 and he was about to change my shift so he came up and sat next to me eating his morning cereals and asked me do you have anything to be grateful for Adam and I was super happy to hear that because it's sort of a, like a habit that I've been suggesting for us to have that we always change shift in the morning. When he wakes up, he takes over from me. And uh, it has been my intention to kind of raise the energy and the positivity on the boat. And so I said, yes, I have lots of things to be grateful for. Very excited. And I kind of started going, like, I'm very grateful for this guy. And I pointed towards the burning circle. In, this, in the horizon. And then he said, Bjorn told me, do you call him a guy? And I went, yeah, it's masculine energy. And I said, 
and then I'm also grateful for her. And then I point my hand over there. One second. Yu Yu! I'm recording a voice message. Is it possible to go a couple of degrees uh, towards starboard? Thank you. And then I said her as well, because she gives so much life. The ocean. Okay. And then I said, and then I'm extremely grateful for my heart. My heart has been beating for 25 years. And it still beats today. It pumps blood. And I'm also grateful for the air. And normally we're supposed to only do three things, but I did four things. And Jörn went, well, are we supposed to do three things or are we supposed to just flow? Now you're just kind of flowing with a lot of grateful things. And if you, if you spread your gratitude towards many things, they, they won't be as strong as if you focus on a couple. And I thought, well, you got a point, but I don't really agree. It's more like you focus your energy towards being grateful. And that's the thing you do. And then you can say as much things as you like even though we have said that we're going to do three. And then I asked Bjorn, what are you grateful for today? And he went, I don't know. So I said, okay, I'm going to start doing my duties. My duties in the morning is doing dishes and feeding chickens. And I have kind of a love-hate relationship to Maria, Maria Dolores and Stefan. I think I might have said Anna Maria in another podcast episode. And that was my mistake because Anna Maria is unfortunately the fourth chicken that fell off the boat in a storm we had outside of Cuba. So we only have three chickens now. And uh, yeah, we named them Maria Maria Dolores because uh, I think Yuyu's ex-girlfriend is named Maria and apparently he really likes the name Maria. Then we named the third one Stefan because it's my friend. Stefan was supposed to come join us on the boat but in the end he couldn't join us. So we kind of like named him to show that Stefan is with us and I really hope Stefan listens to this because he doesn't know about it <laughs> and, and yeah Stefan is actually a woman um, but I asked uh, Hen <laughs> that's funny Hen uh, about it and she seems okay with having a, sort of like a masculine name chickens don't really bother apparently too much about those uh, things by the way, Stefan is extremely adventurous, always like running around on the boat, jumping up, jumping between hatches, always kind of exploring, pushing the limits, like sitting on the edge, almost falling off the boat, but always kind of making it. And uh, yeah, so my duty is to feed them every morning. And uh, it's a love-hate relationship, because they, they always fuck up their food. Oh, excuse the language. They always like step in their food. And they are not. They don't really have good food manners. But I love them anyways. So I did that, and then I asked Bjorn, "What do you have to be grateful for today?" And he said, "Water. As long as it's not like in my clothes or anything like that." I said, "That's great." And then I kept on with my second habit I have here, which is doing yoga. And so I did my yoga practice 
after my yoga practice, Bjorn changed his shift with Hanaro. And Hanaro hasn't been speaking to me for the past two or three days, I think. And I don't know what it has been. So every day I ask him, like, are you going to speak to me today? And he hasn't been answering. Today I did the same. So in Spanish, because he's Colombian, and I like to kind of like meet him where he is, try to at least, even though my Spanish is not perfect, perfect. And he didn't answer me today either, so I had my breakfast, which is uh, a mixture between some chia seeds and some some trigo that I found that is the leftovers. Uh, and uh, after that, I went back up again and I said, "Look, Canaro, we are about to hit Azores. We spent 45 days in this boat together, and I think it's just being magical. And I would really hate for us." go off this boat as enemies. Whatever it is that I've done towards you, I am very sorry if I disrespected you in any way. And I just want to say thank you for the times we shared here this moment. If you don't want to speak to me until we reach Azores, I will be fine with that. And I will respect you. Uh, after this, I won't say anything more if you don't speak to me. Because it seems like that's what you want. After that, he started speaking, and he said, and "I was very happy about it, even though he had quite a lot of things to say about my behavior on the boat. And basically, we disagree on the way we do maneuvers. And uh, yeah, it's a small thing, but it becomes kind of big when you spend 45 days on a boat. I think you can probably understand." After a while, we cleared, which I was extremely happy about. And then Yuyu woke up and he made coffee and we were like, ah, it's time to celebrate. So we all had coffee together and I shared nuts that I have and dark chocolate that I have. And the guys smoked one of their last cigarettes. And fuck, it was a good one. Excuse the fuck again. I'm Sometimes they, those words just kind of pop out of my mouth because that's the language we use on the boat. I don't really like it, to be honest. It happens. And then after that, me and Juju kind of uh, shared some... He has just recently become a dad, right? That's why he's sailing to Spain. Because his ex-girlfriend lives there with his current son, which is less than a year old. And he, has, he asked me earlier if I could... Because we kind of bond, because I have a very close relationship to my beautiful dad. And uh, so I showed him some photos and some videos of me and my dad. And we shared some ideas of upbringing his son. He's going to take him sailing to Morocco, share all different kinds of religion and cultures, just like my dad has done to me. And, and yeah, we shared a beautiful moment as well. So it was a good, good day of reuniting with the crew on this boat felt freaking awesome to be honest it was a little bit longer today because I felt like I had a lot to say and to finish this day off 45 I think that day I'd like to say something that I wrote just now in my journal and it said relationship might be the most challenging thing in our lives but it might also be the most important thing 
communicating well is definitely easier said than done. Yet, when it is said, it is most, most likely done. Over and out, day 45. Day 40. I don't even really know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sitting in a boat that is completely still. You can barely hear anything around me, can you? Salty, smelling like shit. Feeling some sort of love euphoria after just having arrived to Azores. One month, more than one month at sea without, or one month at sea without seeing land. And now we're here. Wow. It is especially tremendous feeling. Yesterday and day before was a low day for me. I felt like everything was completely hopeless when you're just like low on energy, low on happiness, low on life. And so in those moments I have this thing that I try to remember which is called rain. Air R-A-I-N which makes me remember to recognize the feeling be aware, awareness investigate with kindness and N for nourish so when it rains emotionally and so I did that and just saw that I was just feeling lonely I guess and kind of it's a harsh it's a really harsh climate to feel loved when people are constantly pointing out like when you're on a boat with four other guys that are rolling with kind of harsh pirate style you constantly get to see your weak points and it's not that often that you get to see your bright points so it's been a hard climate to to love myself which has been one of my main intentions, right, during this month. And from that I sort of like went on this low, I believe. And then I was just there, trying not to judge it, trying just to be with it, trying just to experience and allow and nourish and, and be in it, which is one of the most hardest things, which I think most people know of. When you are in a hopelessly low energetic place I was there and what I did was I remembered rain R-A-I-N and then I lay myself on the front of the boat and sort of like it's because I was missing my mom I'm almost like starting to cry when I think about this and I miss my family my father my sister and all my beautiful friends Stefan Greta Lova Emil, Felicia, even missed my ex-girlfriend. I missed, like, people to love, to be loved. And then, uh, so in, in the longing for to be loved, I lay myself in front of the boat and I was 
letting the ocean sort of rock me. I felt like a baby lying in like a baby stroller. Getting rocked back and forth, back and forth by Mother Ocean. And while she was touching me with the wind, kind of letting me relax. I hadn't been sleeping very much. I couldn't sleep for some reason. So like my night watch starts at 3.30 and I have been going to sleep around 11 and I couldn't sleep during the day because I don't know why. Normally I don't have that problem. So I was totally drained on energy and love too. And the change kind of came after that. And then I listened to a sound book called Percy Jackson, Born to be a Hero. And basically it's about this little guy who is dyslectic and has ADHD. And I have not been tested for ADHD, but I think a lot of people would say that I have that. And I do have dyslexia. I'm quite dyslectic. And so I really felt for him. And and he was like struggling in school, but yet he was some sort of hero from the Roman Empire or, or like from the Greek gods or something. And that sort of... Somehow it made me accept myself. It just like... You know, when you listen to a story and it kind of ignites flame in you from where you are. And and that's what happens to me when I listen to books or read books or watch movies or hear other people's stories. That's why I love stories. And that happened this time. And, and that, that igni- ignition, that ignite, ignite, ignited, sparked a flame within my soul was to accept myself. Even with my flaws, even though I forget things, I do forget things. The other day I forgot to turn off the gas after cooking and nothing happened. And don't worry, it's not that kind of gas, like I didn't, the gas wasn't running. We just, it's just that we have a little leak. And then the other day I forgot something that Björn told me. And then he, he gave me a sort of a salty comment and said, well, I just have to remember that that you don't remember things or something like that. And that just so things like that that makes you feel just puts you down when you're already down. But after reading about Percy Jackson, I kind of felt like, you know what? I'm just gonna love myself either way. I'm gonna accept like the, the sides of me that aren't perfect too. Because I bet that, you know, my father He's also similar to me. He probably forgot something. And if he wouldn't have forgotten that thing, whatever it was, he probably wouldn't have met my mother. And if he wouldn't have met my mother, well, I wouldn't even be on planet Earth. So in some cases, forgetting things is pretty important. You know? Even though I'm going to do my best to try and remember things, obviously. So in that acceptance, this morning, after my morning shift of listening to Percy Jackson, I stood in front of the boat, in front of the boat, I started listening to some happy tunes and I started dancing. I started like shaking, dancing, feel good, feel good. And all of a sudden, this huge fucking mountain, just fucking... God, I said fucking two times, now three. I'm sorry, but it was a strong, powerful feeling of just like, 
it was just there in the middle of the ocean like first it was just a silhouette oh, now Juju comes in the boat hey Juju hey. recording a voice message here or rather podcast actually is it okay if I continue a few more minutes well he just came back from the passport office hope everything went well we're just checking in the harbor And all of a sudden, after just sitting in front of the boat, watching that beautiful mountains, feeling like I didn't know that it was possible to enjoy a mountain this way, after just seeing ocean on the horizon for one month. And this huge freaking school of dolphins, I don't know how many, like, it could have been a hundred. Like jumping everywhere. They must have been chasing some sort of fish or playing or something because they were just everywhere. And I've never seen dolphin jump so high, like three meters above the world, like pew, shooting out next to each other, like poof, 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 like rockets. Wow, that was something special, definitely. And now we're here in the harbor. And I've just read a bunch of messages from my family and friends. And feel overwhelmingly loved. And to be able to write messages made of love to other people. To give and get love. Is what made me sh shed a few tears, actually, of happiness. On arrival here, just through my phone, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, I guess you get sort of sensitive after just being on a boat for so long. Hmm. Yeah, I think to summarize, this has been an amazing journey. I'm very grateful that I was able to do it. And I'm very curious to see how I will be able to stay connected in this like movement that is on shore, on land, with cars and cities and buses and, 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 and people and shops and things to buy, things to do, things to this, things to there. How I will be able to stay connected to beingness, to those how I will be able to stay true to those two seeds that I told you that I planted of nowness, of being present and of love. That will be interesting to see. For now I'm jumping off this boat. And perhaps hitchhiking with another boat. From here, first I think I will maybe just grab my tent and go into nature and be on land. And yeah, you'll hear from me on this podcast. Apparently I have the same data plan of Wi-Fi or like uh, internet here as I have in Sweden. So it will be easier for me to upload podcasts and share with you. I'm happy about that. Thank you for listening. Excuse the sound in this podcast. I hope it didn't bother you too much. I hope you rather had almost the feeling of being part of this journey.
and maybe in some way you were. Who knows? Have a beautiful, blessed day. Take care. Thank you, Karun, for supporting me on this journey. Exactly. Uh -huh.